0: My name is David, and this is the big shut in. It is Tuesday, the 19th of May, day 66 of sheltering in place. 66. And that is a long time. And honestly, for those of us with children, it feels like a lot longer. 600 days, 6,000, all the days. It's been all the days. And every day, over and over, the same day, Groundhog Day, getting up, getting everybody dressed, trying to get them through some kind of online school situation, getting everybody fed, getting your work done, getting the house taken care of, going to bed too late, getting up again too early... Over and over and over and over and over. It's very hard. And it's it's hard for everybody. Today, I spoke to Megan Harper. And I took a k- kind of a satisfaction in our conversation. Um, Not only because she's very pleasant to talk to and we had a really nice time hanging out together. But also because Megan is... I can't think of any other way to put this. Is kind of a power mom. She's the kind of mom where, you know, I I know her from around the neighborhood. Our our kids go to school together. And she's the kind of mom where, you know, when when you, you're getting your kid to class, kind of shoving him in the door at the last minute with his shoes on the wrong feet and his shirt turned on inside out. You know, she's got her kids there and they're all in perfectly coordinated seasonally thematic outfits and their hair just so. And her her Instagram at girlgonechild is, is a thing to see. They get out. They do stuff. An amazingly photogenic family. And it makes sense that she does that now professionally. She works for the websites Red Tricycle and Tiny Beans where they give out tips and advice and things to do for moms. But even that kind of mom who just seems to just have it together does not have it together right now. And it was nice to talk to her like it is with all of my parent friends who I've been talking to and just hear that, you know, my wife and I are not alone in some of the struggles we're having. But anyway, without further ado, here's Megan. So how are you? How are you doing tonight? We,
1: uh, we actually had an okay day today. The kids, uh, we went for we, we both worked all day. Kids got, you know, the oldest one got a decent amount of homework done. We went for a run tonight. Everyone had a healthy dinner. And there's only one kid still up at 9.45 at night, so I'd call that a win. Uh, <laughs> kids are, you know, they're six, almost four, and one. But lately, I don't know why they stay up until ten thirty at night. But that seems to be um, the usual lately. I don't know what's going on; kind of making me crazy.
0: But yeah, no, mine too. like we cannot get them to bed. Constant getting up, needing stuff. Come adjust my pillow for me because I can't do it w- without your help. Like just endless shenanigans. Like, w- what do you think that's about?
1: I think they're. I think especially for the older ones, they're used to going to school and being accumulated all day, and like we're both working from home, and we don't have time to entertain them as much as they're used to. Or I guess they're. I mean, I get off work, and they they beg for me to get off work all day, and then they're they're like, "Are you done with your meetings?" I'm like, "Yes," and then I give them my full attention for you know. By the time I get off work, until it's exhausting. I'm exhausted. um i And then by the time it's time for my husband and I to have a second to ourselves, we normally just clean the kitchen and go straight to bed. If that says anything about how busy we've, we've been with three kids uh, in a New York City apartment. <laughs> like, I haven't even finished a TV show.
0: <laughs> I, feel like I the... see
1: all these people that, you know, they're like watching. They're like, they're like, the like, complaint about being bored. You know, my husband gets very angry watching TikTok videos. He's like, who has time to do this? And I'm like, I don't know.
0: Well, tell me about your sort of daily schedule. You and your husband and the kids. Like, how are you juggling all of this? What's your routine look like?
1: I seem to be more productive with my work in the morning. So if I get up around 536, I I get at least like a good three hours by myself to knock out a ton of work before the workday actually starts. Um, So when I'm interrupted 20 million times a day by the children, it makes it a little bit easier because at least I'm starting my day out slightly ahead of the game. But yeah, my husband wakes up at like 435 every morning and gets all of his work done because he works, he works, you know, he's a as a financial controller and he cannot be bothered when he's you know, building spreadsheets and et cetera. So he wakes up super early to get work done. And then he kind of watches the kids more throughout the day. Cause my work is way more collaborative. Um, I have a lot of people that I work with and a lot of teams that work with us. So uh, I'm a, I'm a much more, many more zoom calls than he is. So I still have a nine to five Well, he has like a, you know, four thirty a.m. to like noon type job right now.
0: That's a nightmare. I'm so not a morning person. I can't even imagine. I mean, I'm a how, night
1: how, out. <laughs> y- I'm a night out. I'm just sleeping away less. And you know what? I thought my skin would be awesome after this because you know, no makeup. Everyone's just you know, not you know, letting their skin breathe. Uh, I feel like I've acquired many, many wrinkles due to the lack of sleep and the stress. <laughs>
0: that this has put on all of us. It's really something, isn't it? Like, I, I, I don't... I, I feel like this is the hardest thing I've ever done, is, is managing this and trying to, you know, keep my job happening, trying to keep my wife's job happening, trying to keep my kids entertained and, you know, fingers crossed, educated. I mean, I, this, is, this is really tough.
1: Once I lowered my expectations, I do, like, a clean house. I do, you know, I like to check all the boxes for the day. Um, and once I kind of lowered my expectations of all of this, it kind of got easier. Like, okay, fine, you eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for dinner. I don't care. <laughs> like, you know, three months ago, I would have been, you know, feeling bad going to bed where my kids, you know, ate a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or didn't, get, you didn't eat a vegetable that day. And now I'm like, nah, it's fine. <laughs> Not a big deal. <laughs> we'll, we'll work on it tomorrow type of scenario i just i um i you know it's really the bar is very very low right now as long as everyone is happy and healthy then we're ha- we've had a good day and that's where we kind of are right now but you know we, we're starting to go outside again way more than we were before so i think that's i think that's helping a lot more for us at least we don't have outdoor space that's a big uh big you know crappy situation for us since there's no outdoor space. We're in a decent-sized apartment in Sunnyside. It's not big by any means. We're in a, you know, a, a giant one-bedroom with a wall up. But we have three kids in here. They're small kids, but they're kids. We're, I think, a, a 1,100 square feet total is our apartment. So there's nowhere to hide. and <laughs> And everything, you know, my husband and I... Uh we get, we have to argue we're having to text our arguments because you know you can't fight you can't fight in front of the kids or if anything happens we just kind of text each other our like you know crappy comments to each other
0: <laughs> What what are the kids doing all day in the apartment? I mean what what is their what are their activities?
1: Um they do lots of arts and crafts and then we just kind of vacuum that all up when they're done. Um You know, my son's doing a lot of his online learning in the mornings. I'm taking my husband and I are working in shifts. We kind of do that. And then they have, the kids actually have the giant bedroom. So the master bedroom is a really big size bedroom and the kids have that. So they kind of play in there with each other all day. Maybe, you know, we try to do when the baby's napping from like 1230 to two, we make the big kids have quiet time. I don't care what you do in there. Just don't be loud. Um, No screens for a little bit. Everyone's kind of chill out. But lots of um, video, like video game learning games. My son has a couple good games that are on his actual computer that he's working on for school. And my daughter is doing um, the was it the I forget What it is. It's some like kids app or Cos a Kids app. And then there's also the Homer Learning app. She's three and a half. She's fine, almost four. I'm not too worried about her. But um, lots of learning, if you will. I'm quote air quotes right now. Uh, learning app. And then lots of coloring and drawing and whatever weird thing we can find on YouTube that day that entertains them for a couple of hours that tells me it's arts and crafts or some kind of science kit. That's fine. So the only one in school is the, uh, that just turned six year old and he's in kindergarten. I feel like we're doing a pretty crappy job as from, um, I don't know how, what they expect from us. You know he he likes attending the meeting, so he has a meeting It's like, oh is he gonna it's, and then we do like the bigger projects I try to knock out you know science or like the reading the writing and the math. I try to make sure he does at some point a couple of times a week, but like there's no way i'm I'm gonna do like a roller coaster art project who has time I don't have time to do that
0: I mean we're doing they send seven or eight things a day, and if we do three of them like that's okay. a that's a good morning. Cause it's so hard to get him to sit down. I mean, I'm no kind of teacher. I'm terrible at it. And he knows it. Yeah, I you know no, my
1: husband and I both are not awesome at it. And I don't know why we can't let him go, excuse my language, A S H I T on like on ABC mouse. Like what's the difference? You know, because it's all self-start. Like everything with this like everything nothing is self-starting. He's kindergarten. He just turned six. He cannot sit down and like read the assignment. Like I have to sit there with him. And this is like a four hour process. If I did everything every single day, putting on top of my eight hour work week. So let's, we're looking at 12 hours a day. If I did, I can't, the people with multiple kids, can you imagine he had kids older than we do? And like multiple grades and a baby to be, be honest, the, the six and the, the almost four year old are not that hard. It's the baby that's making us absolutely bonkers. She's, 16 months, um, you know, will not stay off of me, follows me around everywhere, uh, just is not happy, doesn't care about an iPad, doesn't care about television, like just does not care. Nothing, you have to play with her all the time or she's asleep. <laughs> like that's making me absolutely bonkers. But, I mean, the, the, some of the other kids, I feel like as long as they're getting some kind of education and getting outside a couple of times a week is okay. But the baby, like, I don't, she just wants to be held all the time. And she wants to eat all the time. I don't know what to do. And my kids won't wear clothes. I'm in gym calls every day. And like, I feel like every single person I work with has seen some, one of my kids naked running around the background. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I mean, I mean bu-
0: business attire has definitely gone out the window. I mean,
1: I, I had to present something. I, my husband had to, I had an emergency meeting uh, in the city with one of his clients like two Thursdays ago and I was presenting something to our CEO and I was home alone with three kids uh, and I was working on a pretty big presentation for the CEO on a Zoom call and I was presenting to someone else and I'm sitting there and I had my son, I'm basically bribing him, I like, threw like chocolate cookies on the floor and I was like, everyone, cookies, TV, like 30 minutes, give mommy 30 minutes. The baby wouldn't stop crying, so I ended up holding the baby the entire time, and then my my, my middle one that doesn't wear clothes, always naked, um, walks in the room and starts like basically swinging off of me, butt naked while I'm presenting. She's like hanging on my neck, crawling on me on the chair like while I'm presenting. I'm just like, <laughs> "I am so sorry." And my boss, he, he luckily has four like old boys, and he's like, "It's fine." And he, you know, has been nothing but nice. He sent another basket of cookies for the kids. I was like, "More sugar, great, please just toast. He kind of gets it. I work in a startup, so most of the kids, most people I work with are younger, so I feel like they're really getting a show here. And everyone on my team that doesn't have kids, I feel like they are never having sex again after seeing, after witnessing my family on Zoom calls.
0: It's okay. Neither are you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, (laughs) 1100 square feet apartment.
0: (laughs) Let me ask you again. How are you doing?
1: I am very tired. I am very tired. I told you I haven't even watched a television show in two and a half months. You know, I, I think um, I'm. I'm lucky. My husband cooks. He's always kind of, you know, taking over the kick, the kitchen, and the cooking. And what we found, the only thing we found to survive this is we both we we like have divvied up responsibilities right down the middle. And like he owns the kitchen while I'll own the bathroom. Like if the bathroom's dirty, it's on me to clean it. If he like he cooks and cleans while I'll get I while I'll do bedtime every night. Like we've kinda like you know, who is responsible for what, who is better at what. We've really like laid it out on the table. Things like that we've just kind of divided and conquered. But, I mean, thank God he cooks. We would have all starved, and we had to live off my cooking. You know, that two-week period in New York where everyone was kind of even scared to, you know, order takeout type scenario? I mean, we would, we would have died. We would have starved to death. I can't cook.
0: Uh-uh. But, you know. My, my wife can't cook either. She's terrible at it. I,
1: Can you cook? Are you cooking? I do.
0: I, I, yeah, yeah. No, I, I enjoy it. I, I do all the cooking.
1: My husband too. loves it. I'm like, great. Yeah. He mean he makes some gourmet meal that takes him 20 minutes every night. And I'm just like, that would have taken me like five hours. Yeah, because it's the constant, like, if kids eat, I had no idea they ate so much. My husband and I both work. So, you know, normally either we have a, you know, a nanny or a sitter here and the uh, the big kids are at preschool and kindergarten. Like, these kids eat like five times a day and somehow we have to clean the kitchen like 17 times a day. It's exhausting. They yeah. turn around and they're like, I'm hungry. I'm like, you just ate, dude. Like, too bad. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry.
0: Yeah, it's it's three loads of dishes a day. Uh, I mean, you touched on something there that... It's something I've been sort of thinking. I mean, before all of this, between two full-time jobs, different schools, you know, managing... You know, having a sitter after school and, I mean... I felt like we were kind of just barely getting everything done when I had eight hours a day to do my job uninterrupted, you know, like, yeah, it was, it was super stressful last year at this time. So I don't know. I don't even have a question there. I'm just saying it's kind of amazing to think, to think that we're managing all of this somehow I wouldn't have yeah, thought. I, I wouldn't have thought I was capable of this. Is kind of what I'm I, saying.
1: I feel like I didn't realize that my. And I guess you know, I, I I feel like. I mean, you you have kids, but I guess you don't. You never had that isolating feeling of being postpartum. I feel like, you know, having three kids, and you know, I had three kids and less than five years. And I, you know, was home with all of them through maternity leave. And I found that extremely isolating. I am an enthusiastic extrovert, if you will. I like people. I like, you know, I like doing stuff. I like going. I rarely sit at home. I've never, you know, the size of this apartment was never a problem before because we were literally never here. New York City was our backyard. We were constantly going. I would go to work all day. Take the train and back to Sunnyside, grab my kid. go to some event in the city and then come home, you know, at nine o'clock at night, um, take, take showers, go to bed and do it all again tomorrow. You know, and I think like I, I was not used to being as isolated as I've been. And I feel like it's like that like postpartum depression that kind of sets in after you have a baby. I think a lot of it has to do with like moms are supposed to sit at home with their baby and not do anything. And I kept having like those, those like feelings come over after about a month of this, the feeling like I was like, back into like postpartum mode. And I was like, this is depressing. Like, I can't go outside. I have to like stay here with my kids. Not that my kids are depressing, but there is something like, I don't know if it's hormone, hormonal related or like just feeling like the isolated thing. But I definitely, I had to like, I started working out again and it kind of went away. But like, I definitely had like little flashbacks of being like postpartum with children and like being stuck inside and being isolated. It felt very similar and eerie to that exact feeling. And I feel like the entire world had that feeling that new moms get when they feel that isolation after having a baby kind of crazy. But, um,
0: wow. Something they don't tell you about kids. I feel like, or that, you know, people talk about how funny they are and how interesting they are and all. And they can be, but kids are really can be awfully boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the stuff they're interested in is really not that interesting to me, usually.
1: Exactly. I mean no, I think I mean where I'm lucky that the big kids are they're really close. The six and almost four year olds, they're extremely close. They always have been. So they have these they 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 we've been lucky that they've kind of entertained each other for the most part. I mean, yes, they fight, like, like you know, cats and dogs a lot, too, but um, she, my my middle one, like, lives and breathes everything her brother says. So, like, if he wants to talk about Pokemon for, you know, 45 minutes, she will actually sit there and listen to it, so I don't have to.
0: So Don't get me, me started on listening to people talk about Pokemon for 45 minutes, because let I me tell know. you, <laughs> holy cow, quizzing well, me about we, Pokemon for, like, um, wow. Well, my hours. husband learned how
1: to play because he got tired of my son making up rules. and was like, "Oh yeah, all right." So he stayed up one night. It was like, "Oh okay, let's play, dude," <laughs> which I oh. found funny because he was like, "Oh, you want you want to tell me that I'm losing at Pokemon? All right, fine, I'll learn how to play," which I found oh. kind of funny. <laughs> but back to back to like being parenting being hard and being hard anyway. It was like absolutely, like absolutely, I feel that. But I also feel like I was way more creative when I had. That 25, 30 thirty-minute commute by myself on the train every day to put in my headphones and listen to whatever whatever I wanted, I miss you know going to Starbucks, grabbing my coffee, getting on the train, headphones in, uh, pretending like I didn't see my neighbors, so I could just you know head down and be by myself for a little bit, and I would like write or do something or just set my day up for success. I don't have that anymore and I definitely like I, I wake up and I'm just like I feel bombarded without having that moment to breathe I feel like that's why one of the reasons that I started waking up early again but it's still not the same I don't know if I need to go for a walk at like six in the morning or what it is but uh, I miss my commute I think the the riding the train into the city by myself was something that I I got I I like I needed to be able to be successful that day and I just don't have it anymore but there's been a lot of good things here, too, I feel like, um, whether it's hanging out your head at, you know, seven o'clock every night to uh, um, just the neighbors, just everyone seems to just kind of be in it together and helping each other out, which is a pretty awesome feeling. Um, but Do I mean, you... we're New Yorkers. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, no, I I don't want to stop that thought. What were you saying about being New Yorkers? What does that mean to you to be a New Yorker in this context? I a New
1: Yorker. I mean, I, I, went, I, didn't, I didn't grow up here. What really scares me is where, they, like where my parents live, is that they are in a very small town. It's the county I grew up in. I'm from a two stoplight town in North Carolina, and they turn those stoplights off at nine o'clock because no one's out. It's very, very, very small. Uh, wow. Very rural. Very Republican. Um, I grew up That's there. That's different from and New York. Very, very different. My husband, we go back sometimes. My husband's like, "Where the hell did you come from?" I moved here the day I was supposed to graduate college. I actually hopped the flight to New York because I had a job interview. i lived here for, you know, 13 years. I got, I, I you know, had my, my husband and I, we got married while we were living here. We had three kids here. Like, I feel like I'm an actual New Yorker. And I feel like New Yorkers are kind of, you know, badass. Like, we don't let things phase us. And when things get hard, we just, we kind of come together, which is a really, like, great, Great thing and a great feeling. I mean, like someone needs something in the community, If someone steps up. Like, okay, we can make that happen. I think uh, across the street there's a, uh, a um, there it's like a food bank across the street, and like seeing that and explaining that to my kids, and my son was like, "Can we do anything?" I was like, well, "Let's go look." Um, and they were collecting diapers. I was like, and I work in Baby Kid World. I was like, "Oh, I can get them diapers." <laughs> You're like, "Okay, who's donating? Uh, who can donate diapers to like the place around the corner from where I am?" Or like talking to a baby food company like oh we need baby food and they're like I think the place on the corner could use baby food oh we can we can send you some no problem you know I'm just just trying to help out um and I feel like a lot of moms are doing that too it's a really nice feeling but I feel like you don't see that He's everywhere else in the world it's like hoarding their toilet paper and here in New York we're like you want diapers we'll get you diapers we'll figure it out you guys what do you guys what do you need what do you guys need and everyone else is like it's my toilet paper you know <laughs> I feel like this, like New York's just different like that.
0: When you're talking to people back in North Carolina now, have, has their attitude, perspective shifted at all? Are people starting to take this more seriously? Do people understand you, believe you when, they, when you tell them how difficult it is?
1: I think they believe me. I don't think they think it would ever happen where they are. And if not, it would just be the old people and they're fine. It's just happening in nursing homes. I mean, I, I told my one, my friend, I was like, it takes one redneck in Walmart to, you know, spread the thing all over the County. Like, you have to be like one sick redneck in Walmart, not paying attention. You know, it's just, they're not, no, they're not, they're not. Um, they think it can't happen there. It only happens in places like New York. I think, I think that a lot of people think New York is dirty and it happened to us because, oh, New York is dirty. Of course they would get the virus. I I honestly think that. I think think New York's dirty and the subways are dirty. And, of course, they're spreading. it. I think that it's not the dirty part. I think that New York was two weeks too late. You know, I was at an event on Saturday the week before the the city shut down. And this event was sold out and jam-packed with parents and kids. And I think we were just way too behind. That was on Saturday. I was supposed to fly to Miami on Tuesday. My boss was like, maybe you should cancel. So we canceled. And then on Thursday, we had a uh, a positive test around us and we all left the office that day and we haven't been back since. But um, I really think that New York was just too late. I think we were like two weeks too
0: late. Well, listen, thank you for talking to me. I really appreciate you're,
1: it. You're welcome. I'm going to go hit the day before I have to wake up and <laughs> get my work done. <laughs>
0: My name is David Hoffman, and this is The Big Shut-In. I produce the show, post-production by Stephen Delaro. It's a production of Race Car Radio. If you have feedback for me or a story that you would like to tell on the show, please feel free to reach out, In at racecarradio.com. Race Car Radio is a division of Citizen Race Car.